When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Episode 84, Slam City Guys, Ray Moore here, Mr. Mech on a sunny and breezy day in New York City. Beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day indeed. Doesn't help that I have a cold. Yeah, that kind of sucks, man. You got a cold now. Summer, colds, like... are the, summer colds are the worst. <sighs> they are, but it's the weather changing and all that stuff. But, you know, basketball season is over, but doesn't mean that the offseason is just going to be a washed-up season because, you know, last year's offseason was crazy. This year's going to be crazy as well. So we have Brandon Scoopy Robinson. You can follow his podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff. So, Brandon, it's Ray and Mr. Mech here. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? I'm doing groovy, well, man. Groovy, groovy, enjoying this weather, trying to, and enjoying this off season. <laughs> right. We understand yeah, that you got some news, player. Yeah, you got news because you know I think I saw you on social media reporting about LeBron informing the Cavaliers. We talk about on Wednesday. Um, you know specifically what LeBron is trying to like go. You know what team he's going to go to possibly. Do I know what team he's going to go to? Is what you asked me? Yeah. Well, let me let me take a step back because I wrote a story on Monday uh, over at Basketball Society Online, uh, where I'm a senior writer, and I talked about um, uh, uh, basically a tip that I had gotten uh, from someone in Cleveland, uh, where they indicated that I was going to take a meeting uh, with the Cavs on Wednesday. Now I'm a writer, so flashy headlines is everything. Uh, I didn't really specify on uh, what the meeting was, but the meeting that was supposed to happen legitimately was um, for him to essentially say whether he was going to opt in or opt out. Uh, he has until, I believe, June 29th uh, to make that assessment. Uh, and the person who uh, who gave me that that tip uh, was the person who four years ago uh, tipped me off that this was still a little bit before uh, when LeBron was still a member uh, of the Miami Heat that you know, LeBron would be returning. So I stand by my source. Uh, nothing public has been stated yet about that particular uh, story that went viral. It got over 11,000 clicks uh, from Monday until yesterday. Um, but this is the same type of meeting uh, that uh, Kyrie Irving took around this time last year uh, when he 
wanted out and, you know, requested a trade. And those type of conversations are pretty tight-lipped. And, you know, unfortunately, it was a leap. Um, but that conversation uh, that those the two parties had, LeBron and, and Cass Brass, um, still fact-checking, haven't heard anything yet. But the reason why you haven't heard it is because the same reason that uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, or the opposite of the reason why Kyrie Irving and his situation was leaked. So little little, little uh, fact-checking I'm doing, but um, this is an ongoing saga. Interesting. So the answer is we don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah, there's no, there's no way to tell yet. I don't know. Right. I have to ask you this before we get into that. Um, you saw the NBA Finals, and you saw how Warriors just swept the Cavaliers. Like, did you see that coming at all? Because you know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Cavs have a chance in the series. Maybe it'll make it a series after game one, but they didn't win that. But in your heart, did you see that it was going to be a sweep? No, I didn't. And, you know, all season, I, I've gone on record and um, various radio programming, you know, being booked as guests and saying that, even in my writing and saying that, you know, uh, I believe that the Cavs had a legitimate chance. Uh, but the thing that, that really stood out to me with the Warriors uh, was the fact that um, in one game, in the game where Kevin Durant had 43 points, the other three stars or superstars on that team, however you want to slice that, they were one, I think they shot 31%. Yeah, I think like, Steph Curry had eight points. Uh, Clay may have ten. Draymond may have eight or ten. I can't remember, but um, Kevin Durant took over, and uh, that team is predicated upon guys who were taking less money and sacrificed, and really took the blueprint from the Boston Celtics in two thousand and eight how to create a super team. LeBron followed suit in twenty ten. You know, you get mad for this NBA jam like team, but. You know, LeBron is just as responsible for that making in that team as anything. The only difference is LeBron never went to a team that uh, beat him in the year before in the playoffs. But as it relates to the NBA Finals specifically, um, I did not expect a sweep, but I knew it was going to be pretty difficult. You know, and I think a lot of the reason why it was difficult for the Cavaliers is because, number one, you're relying so heavily on LeBron James, who's been playoff tested, finals tested, life tested. But also, um, I guess you could say kid tested mother approved too. That sounded cool. But um, <laughs> the other thing is, when you look at just the, the journey in the Eastern Conference, you look at how the Cavs started. You know, people thought that that they would look, they would fall to, to the Pacers in the first round. Uh, they didn't, but it took a, a key LeBron shot in the playoffs to do that. Then you know, Toronto was a cakewalk. Yeah. Then you assumed that because Toronto was a cakewalk, Boston was going to be. Mm, I want to say cakewalk. I knew it would be a little difficult because Boston has just been playing out of their mind uh, without one Kyrie Irving and, and Gordon Hayward. But, you know, by the time they got to the finals, they were tired. He was tired. It's true. He's very tired. I mean, that's why I felt like a lot of people were criticizing him on the whole, well, he revealed everybody after game four, but he broke his hand and he said, well, I didn't want to reveal it to the Warriors in game one because then they'll use that as an advantage. But yeah, I, I need to see, uh, I need to see x-rays. I, I'm not, I'm not buying. <laughs> well, he couldn't buy him when he was making all these handshakes with his right hand and everything. But go, going back into that series and then we'll get to more of this off season stuff that LeBron and the teams that he may go to. Um, I look at a player on the Cavaliers, um, Kevin Love, who played pretty solid throughout that series. And now the rumors saying that he's going to be traded. Do you believe that? Uh, I'll tell you like this. If the Cavs are looking to retain LeBron 
you could essentially create a package where you somehow include Kevin Love and some other pieces in a trade to get a maybe a Kimball Walker who, you know, was in trade talks. It wouldn't just be straight up Kimball Walker or straight up Love for Walker. You have the eighth seed, uh, or rather the eighth, uh, the eighth draft pick uh, in 2018 NBA draft. You can shit. You can do things of that sort um, in order to, you know, get something in return. Uh, but I think that when I reported that LeBron uh, and the Cavs were in talks uh, on Wednesday, still not confirmed, but when I, when I reported that, in my mind, LeBron is older. He went through that whole decision piece. The fact that he would give the Cavs some level of courtesy a week before the draft would allow – um, the Cavs to at least save their butt some. And with that being said, going into next week's draft where you could potentially create some type of uh, salvageable team, a Kevin Love and Charlotte pairing wouldn't be such a bad thing in a trade. Because I believe that Kevin Walker could be Contributing somewhere greatly, um, if Charlotte is looking to uh, move pieces, hmm, that'll be interesting. Um, saying that Kimber Walker does come, is there a possibility that maybe Paul George will come if if LeBron stays in Cleveland? Come where Cleveland? Yeah. Oh no! No, hell no! <laughs> no, 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 no! No, that that they, Cleveland missed that boat last year. That's true. I don't Cleveland think anybody's. I don't think anybody's going to Cleveland except for under duress. <laughs> except who? Under duress, like they'd have to. They somebody would have to twist their arm behind their back to get. You know. Oh yeah. You'd have to have yeah. pictures of them in incriminating situations <laughs> to get them oh, to yeah. volunteer to go to the team that LeBron is leaving and try and fill those shoes. I'm trying yeah. to figure out where you think. Does Le, okay? Answer me this: Does LeBron stay in the East? Yeah, I mean, you you look at what's on paper right now, uh, stylistically. You look at, okay, so you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, right? Yeah. And you look at uh, Ben Simmons, uh, who people, even Charles Barkley, who who told me a few years ago uh, that, you know, if, if, if you don't go to the NCAA tournament, you shouldn't go to the draft. Of course, referring to Ben Simmons leaving LSU, you know, a couple of seasons, a couple of years ago and going to the draft and, you know, sitting out a year and then, you know, now potentially a rookie of the year. I have arguments about that, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> um, then you look at Joel B, healthy now. You know, the only, only health scare he had was his orbital bone um, and more, but brother lays on a massage table and eats grapes before games. Uh, he'll be fine. Then you look at guys like Robert Covington, who defensively, you know, helped help them out a lot from the three point line, helped them out a lot. Then you look at other pieces like JJ Reddick. Um, any LeBron James led team uh, benefits from uh, volume three point shooting. Uh, you look at guys like. Uh, Daniel Marshall, you look at guys like Ira Newell, you look at guys like Larry Hughes, uh, you look at guys like James Jones, Mike Miller, I can go on and on. Throughout his career, three-point shooting is 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 anybody who can shoot the three uh, is a LeBron James uh, dream. So 
you look at Philadelphia, you look at what they were able to do against the Sixers, uh, you look at see the competitive matchup between both the Sixers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Sixers didn't make it, but they beat a, a Miami Heat team and, a, and, a, and, a, and just really surprised a lot of folks. Um, LeBron James, in my opinion, would fit in, and I'll tell you why. Many people say, well, LeBron and Ben Simmons can't play on the same team. Well, 2010, they said the same thing about Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, and they, and they figured it out. It's true. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, I also think that if LeBron were to go to a, say, Houston Rockets team, uh, while I think he could adapt to James Harden, can adapt to Chris Paul, um, I think that the allure of uh, a Western Conference finals matchup or at least, and seeing Golden State four times a year playing in the Western Conference rather than the two that he would in the Eastern Conference, it, it kind of takes away the allure of a Warriors, LeBron James, or whatever team he plays for matchup. I also think that when I look at a Philadelphia 76ers team, they remind me so much of Cleveland in 2014 before LeBron uh, came to um before LeBron came to Cleveland, and I'll tell you that, right before uh, LeBron made the decision, I actually uh, had lunch with Kyrie Irving. And um, we were just – I was picking his brain. We were talking about Russell Westbrook, which, by the way, he's a huge fan of Russell Westbrook. Um, and just the notion of playing with Andrew Wiggins at the time, playing with David Blatt at the time, and just his mindset. I don't think people realize – how good of a player Kyrie Irving was until he played with LeBron James. And I think he's enjoying the fruits of his labor now. I'm saying that to say, I look at Ben Simmons the same way. I always thought he was cognitively sound, was always efficient, but it takes a while for special players to get the recognition or to adapt to the lifestyle and the the grind that is the NBA. So Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and LeBron James uh, pairing is not that far-fetched. Hmm. That'll be interesting with the Seventy Sixers. I hear Knicks talk. Yeah, is that a possibility or is that just rumors and stuff? Say that again. I heard. I, I I've been hearing Knicks talk for LeBron and uh, for LeBron and Paul George, but I'm not sure how accurate it is. I, I think, unfortunately, um, I don't see LeBron coming to the Knicks when he can bring Madison Avenue to wherever he goes. Hmm. Eh, that's that's a pos- okay. Now the last thing we were talking about was Kawhi Leonard. Sure, my, my esteemed partner here seems to think that there's a that he keeps wanting to throw the Nets in the mix for Kawhi Leonard, which I keep stressing would be the dumbest thing any major star has ever done. It's it's backwards in every way, shape, form, or fashion. It's a worse team, worse organization, and it's secondary in the market that it's in. If he was going to do that, I would say just go to the – even the players are worse. I, just go to the Knicks and call it a day. Well, you know, my esteemed colleague Stephen A. Smith uh, reported last summer that uh, Kawhi Leonard to uh, the New York Knicks was, was, a, was a thing, uh, and it kind of got swept under the rug last season. I think people often don't give Stephen A. enough credit. Uh, for breaking things. He was, in fact, the first person to report back in 2010 that uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh would be partnering to form the Miami Heat Big Three, won a couple championships, something like that. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I say that to say this. Um, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I spoke with uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Uh, I did a piece on him over at Basketball Society Online, uh, just talking about his resurgence and his growth uh, throughout the course of the season. Drafted in 2015, uh, Rondé 
D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert, uh, and their center, uh, Jared Allen. Uh, I, I think they can grow. And I think in today's NBA, you look at the Sixers, they grew. That whole 12-win season, I believe it was, uh, they grew to a, to a, 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 a Eastern Conference semifinals team. Um, who has the chance to potentially bring in a LeBron James um, or a Paul George? And by the way, I'll add, I think Paul George in the long term be a slower burn and a better fit for Philadelphia than LeBron. I think LeBron would bring them contention right away. Paul George for the longer term would help them and they grow. But I digress. I look at the Brooklyn Nets, and I feel as though uh, the Nets uh, are building a young team, a young culture, even adding a Jalil Okafor. No, it didn't work out in Philadelphia, but to be a solid role player or grow into, you know, uh, 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 into something. You, know, you also have Nick Stauskas. I don't turn my nose up at the Brooklyn Nets. I like the direction that they're going because they're growing. Oklahoma did the same thing, and they went to the 2002 NBA Finals with a – Russell Westbrook, uh, James Harden, and, and Kevin Durant. So I wouldn't turn my nose up at the Nets. And as my mom would often say, this is the clean version, you can't poop what you ate last year. That was last year's struggles. Next year, it may be a different story. If they're able to lure in someone like Kawhi Leonard. Uh, it still just looks like, even market-wise, even monetarily, it just doesn't seem like the smart move on Kawhi's behalf. I understand the feel-good theme that the Nets can trot out and, you know, hey, we're not the same team we were last year. Yeah, that's great, but neither are the Knicks. Everybody is as grown. Sure. It's just... Sure. But this doesn't make sense. It, for me, to leave a team like the Spurs, who are, out of the three Texas teams, probably number, number two in their market now, just this year, because of what the Houston Rockets have been able to do. Um, oh, sure. Sure. To sure. leave no. them and then go to the number two market team in another city, and it's the team without a Kristaps Porzingis, without the number nine pick in the draft, and without Fizdale as the new coach and a new front office. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Sure. Well, it's, on a fashion side, at least his colorway on his sneakers won't change too much if he goes to Brooklyn. That's well, true. That. <laughs> That's a fact. I, I mean, I, I always <laughs> say the Nets only because we had a guest here a couple of weeks ago telling us that she talked to some of Kawhi's agents saying that he might go to the Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, today they're reporting that now he wants out of the Spurs. He wants to go to L.A., but his team wants to go to New York. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen right now from now to the draft. I don't even know what's going to happen during the off season. But it looks like that Kawhi might end up either in L.A. or New York. Can you agree with that? Well, I'll tell you what. A Riverside, California native. You know who else is from Riverside, California? <sighs> Damn it. I know this. I know this. I know. Five, four, three. Just tell me. Just tell me. I, re- I messed up. <laughs> Reggie Miller. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Reggie Miller. Cheryl Miller as well. Um, Kawhi, Riverside is still Southern California. Um Los Angeles will be a good look, but I, but I'll add this. Um, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, when you look at Kawhi Leonard, I, I believe that Kawhi Leonard is everything that Richard Jefferson was supposed to be. Mm. Mm. That's a good comparison, actually. I let that marinate for a second. Mm. And I'll tell you why. When you look at Kawhi Leonard, uh, two-way player, legitimately efficient. Uh, NBA Finals MVP, yeah, uh, an NBA champion, pretty much sat out with some hammy issues and rested, right? 
No different than when Ben Simmons sat out last year, came back, and was efficient. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'll tell you one thing about the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard um, that could kind of uh, make people wonder. When you look at a guy like Greg Popovich, who I have the utmost respect for during my time uh, as a columnist to see this local sports and see the sports radio, I wrote a piece about Greg Popovich. And I said, you know, that he was the gold standard. Uh, and talked to some of his former players, uh, uh, Speedy Claxton, uh, Sabathi Walker, uh, and spoke to Pop himself just about, you know, his influences and, and more. Popovich is, one of, is, is the longest tenure coach in the NBA. Uh, and uh, I'll add, is our, this, the modern generation, Phil Jackson and Red Auerbach. Completely and agree. Just, which is rare uh, in, 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 in NBA ranks. He runs the Spurs like a college coach. Yeah. But I'm a little older than you guys, I'm guessing. Um, younger folks, my sister's 21, so I, I think I can speak freely. They want everything explained to them. They don't want to necessarily listen to authoritative roles. And I think outside of San Antonio, Kawhi Leonard will be looked at a little differently. He's he's pretty much next to Chris Paul, the face of the Jordan brand. Um, And he he has the potential to make himself look prettier, uh, which means he's going to have to talk more uh, in a bigger market. And I think that when you look at Kawhi Leonard, or rather when you look at Greg Popovich, Popovich, I'll say this first, he and LaMarcus Aldridge kind of had some issues last year and they straightened them out. LaMarcus Aldridge is from Texas, Southern, you know, speak when spoken to and, you know, was raised right. Not to say Kawhi Leonard wasn't, but that kind of was the precursor to what we have now with Kawhi Leonard. Now Kawhi Leonard knows himself, knows his worth. He's going to get his. Mm. And I think he's being quiet by letting other people speak for him. And it seems like he's going about it the right way. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. I think now the team is the thing that needs to bring it over the top. That thing, because they want New York, but he wants LA. So, from that perspective, you know what could what could happen. What yeah, that's he true. Still want New York. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe he does want New York because he he did work out in New York his rehab. So you know, I was worked this, out rehab. I was like, making the yeah. story like, oh, maybe the Knicks are going to try to do some trade because he's been there for so long. I was like, oh, they've been talking or something about coming to New York Knicks after the season's over and anything. That's a possibility. I mean, the draft is next week, so. And European, do you expect the Knicks to draft possibly a small four at, at a ninth pick, or are they going to trade the pick to maybe get a player? Um, I expect... Hold on, hold Knicks. on, hold on. Before you even answer that, tell us what you think they're going to do. First, tell us what you think the smart thing is to do, what they should do, and then, if it's different, what you think they're going to do. Well, I think the smart thing to do is to go ahead and, and, and pick uh, in that draft because there's so much of a glut um, of talent uh, that is in that draft. You look at Michael Bridges. You look at yeah. DeAndre Eaton, who, of course, they're not going to get. Trey Young, Jaron Jackson Jr., Donna, Donatich, uh, and more. Uh, I know that uh, the board say uh, that the Knicks will most likely get a new product uh, with Carter, uh, who is uh, a power forward slash center. Uh, that would spell... Uh, the injured Krasingas during his time away. Um, but I, I think I like Michael Beasley, and I hope they're able to retain him, particularly because he has a relationship with uh, the head, new head coach David Fisdale. 
uh, during his time in Miami. I, I think he can control him. I think that uh, Michael Beasley legitimately uh, could 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 surprise a lot of folks. He did at points during the in spurts during this season as quote unquote Carmelo Anthony's replacement, but. <laughs> I look at Courtney Lee. I think Courtney Lee uh, could, could ha- have it. He's always been quiet and consistent or reliable at the very least. Um, but I, I think, you know, this draft has a lot of a lot of like tall, small forwards. So why not go after one of those guys? Mikhail Bridges, I like. Yeah, I like Mikhail Bridges. I, I like either one of the Bridges, Miles or Mikhail. I don't th- really think we can go wrong. As long as we just I, stay away from a forward. I mean, a, a point yeah, guard. But, but, but Bridges doesn't hurt you. Uh, he's a smooth three-point shooter. I think forty-three percent of his sh- of his threes um, come or, or his shots come from be- from downtown. Um, and also, um, I think that Bridges playing for Villanova and playing under Jay Wright, and not just that, um, gang gonna get him because Chicago is really hot on him. Mm-hmm. And they have the seventh pick. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You think they're gonna do a trade though, possibly, or are they just gonna pick? Because I think they're just gonna pick. But a lot of people say that now you have Kyrie in the conversation now because he wants to go in New York, and now you have this Kawhi stuff happening. It's like, are they like now saying it's a trade for one of these players, or are they just gonna stick with the plan and say we're just gonna pick a guy and develop him? I'll tell you what about Kyrie. That's not new news. Kyrie has always wanted to play for the for the Knicks. Uh, that from West Orange, New Jersey, about fifteen minutes away uh, from Madison Square Garden. Um, the Knicks were on his list of teams that he wanted to, to go to uh, when he requested that trade along with the San Antonio Spurs. I did um, not know that. I did not know he's always wanted to play for the Knicks. I had no idea. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly did. But do you think he would leave the Celtics as loaded as that team is to come to New York? I don't think he, I think that um, the Celtics are going to, as DJ Khaled would say, secure the bag. They're going to find a way to get something for him uh, because next year is not that far away. Next summer is not that far away. When he's a free uh, agent and he can walk, pretty much. So I, I think that when you look at um, what he's able to do, um, you know, I think going to the days where teams don't trade to rival teams. Um, you know, the Cavs played the, the, the Celtics in the conference finals last year, and, and the Cavs traded, you know, Kyrie essentially for. Isaiah Thomas, the guy LeBron was hugging after the Cavs won and went to the finals last. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Right. How about that? Um, and I'll also add this about Kyrie. Uh, his dad is from the South Bronx and his godfather is Rod Strickland. Jesus Christ, I didn't know that either. Yeah, his godfather yeah. is Jesus, Scoop, you're the man, dude. Like, I'm getting all my, as the women would call it, tea. And 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 this is more like coffee because this is, this is like the real deal information. This is lit. I had no idea. Well, if I can, I, I prefer hot chocolate. So you know, hot chocolate. <laughs> you know what, what? You know what? Why not? Why? What? What do I know? Why not? Why? Whatever. What it, it's coming from you. So whatever, whatever you want to call it, it's fine with me. <laughs> I have to ask you this question though, because the Knicks tend to do this thing where they trade a lot for a specific star. We've seen that with Carmelo Anthony, and, and then going back to that, it's almost like if Carmelo Anthony was a free agent the other summer, they would have been with this roster, and he would have had like the second best supporting cast and elite behind LeBron's, but you think they're gonna actually try to trade for Kyrie possibly next week in the draft or are they just gonna wait it out? About? Yeah. Cool. I didn't hear your oh, I didn't hear, hear you. Oh no, I'm saying like for, uh, Carmelo Anthony, remember a few years ago when they traded for him and they put up a lot of players and I and for me at the time I thought it was a good 
trade because it was for Carmelo. But then looking back on it, I said maybe they did too many pieces for one guy, knowing that he would have been a free agent next season and they could have just signed him right away. You think that's what the Knicks should be doing for Kyrie, just waiting it out? Yeah, I think it's going to be a wait-out period. Um, but I also think you're going to see Kyrie's name and just a lot more um, things. You know, first of all, uh, he's been doing um, – Press runs for his movie that comes out on Uncle the Drew, right? Yeah, Uncle Drew, yeah. Um, and also, he's answering the right questions about a potential LeBron pairing, which I, I don't see it happening in Boston, but um, who knows? But I also think that, and I'll add this about that situation, and I didn't say this before. Basketball is a game of relationships. David Griffin is no longer the GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kobe Altman is. Um and I think that LeBron and um, Kyrie had a good relationship with David Griffin. You remember they offered the job to Chelsea Billups and he said, hey, to the no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, number one, I see David Griffin in some type of consultancy role or, you know, replacing Mr. Burner phone or Burner Twitter account. Over in Philly. Um, out in Philadelphia. Um, as it relates to Kyrie Irving, um, I think that Kyrie Irving plays it out uh, unless Boston just gets a deal that they can't refuse. Boston has so much cap space, and also um, Kyrie becomes a bit more expendable because of the play of Terry Rozier. That's true. He you did know, play well. Play Jason great. Tatum is playing well. They're not going to trade Jason Tatum. Oh, to Jason. Oh, of yeah. course not. They're not going to trade him. I don't think they're going to trade Jalen Brown. They still got Gordon Haywood. Like, team is loaded. So it's almost like, you know, they're probably just going to, in my opinion, Boston's going to try to be aggressive and try to trade Kyrie, but maybe they're just going to wait it out and see what happens. They, they got options. I mean, it's, it's no different than, you know, I, I went to undergrad in, in the Philadelphia area and lived out there for five years. Uh, worked downtown. I uh, went to school on the main line, actually down the street from Villanova. So, yeah, I'm, I'm privy and keen to. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers and their quarterback situation. Boston's got a similarity at the point guard position. It's true. So I got to ask you this last question before we let you go about LeBron James and your gut feeling. Where do you think he's going to end up? Prediction. Um, You know, I didn't talk much about the Los Angeles Lakers while we were chatting. uh, And I think that that's a team that legitimately uh, has a a similarity and look just like – the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I think people give Lonzo Ball a, a hard way to go uh, because of his father. Uh, and, I, and I actually think, like I said before about Ben Simmons, talent takes time to develop. And I think he can be in the league for a long time once he settles in. Um, I also like the Julius Randle. I, I think he is a blue-collar DeMarcus Cousins. He can run the floor, um, shoot the long ball, pass, and, it, and it's deadly in the half-court system. To be honest with you, Philadelphia scares me, but so does Los Angeles. And this has nothing to do with uh, LeBron's allegedly, you know, going to, you know, his son going to a prep school in the L.A. area or owning a couple of homes in the L.A. area. It's a basketball move mixed with, um, you know, family decisions. Ohio is all he knows. He has residences elsewhere. Uh, Philadelphia and L.A. seem cool on paper. Uh, but Miami as well seems like a sleeper that many people aren't talking about. Um, it's a fairly oriented show, but fellas, we know we like things that are familiar, and I'll leave it like that. I don't see L.A. 
as being a possibility because I don't believe that LeBron's ego will allow him to go somewhere where he will, at best, be known as the fourth greatest of all time. I, I just don't see it. I don't see him trying to walk in Kobe's shoes, Magic shoes, Shaq, Shaq shoes, Chamberlain, Jabbar. He's not going to bring the amount of rings that any of those dudes have already brought to the table. I don't see him trying to walk that walk. I just can't see it. Well, you say that, but LeBron almost became a member of the Chicago Bulls with Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose back in 2010. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I believe, I believe the, the aura of Jordan is way further out than the aura of Kobe. Kobe's not an aura. He's a cloud. Like, he still can regularly walk through there. There's a statue of him out front, for God's sake. He's got his own day. 824. Like, he's Kobe got day. Kobe day. <laughs> they gave him a day, for God's sake. Like, you're never going to top that. You, you, you're walking in that shadow for the rest of your career. I just can't says- see that. Do you think LeBron or any other player wakes up in the morning and says, no, I don't want to play for this team because this person played there, that person played there? I I, I think that when you look at, like, and and I've said this before, when you look at Philadelphia, Philadelphia is rich and gut gut talent. World be free. Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Julius Irving, uh, uh, Dawkins, Daryl Dawkins. uh, And Iverson. Charles, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. A, a multitude of players that have, have have been in Philadelphia. When you look at uh, Miami, even yeah. Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. Alonzo Mourning, mm-hmm. Steve Smith, Ronnie Sykley, LeBron James, Keith Askins, Pat Riley is you know is is Miami Heat royalty. They even retired Michael Jordan's jersey at American Airlines Arena. Um, the Lakers are a level of fraternity uh, that LeBron has not yet experienced. I think if a team is good, who gives a damn about all those other guys? Yeah, I, you got you. I think mm-hmm. I think he will. I think I think he will. And I, I hear your point extensively. You you went through a bunch of different eras, but the modern millennial uh, heroes that they have, I don't think these guys are making decisions with their egos at the door. I just, I can't see it. Especially when he's been compared to Kobe so much. I, I just can't see it. I just can't see it. I, I hear where you're coming from. I don't disagree. You're not wrong. I just don't really think LeBron is leaving his ego at the door when he makes this decision fully. And I don't think his ego will let him walk in that shadow for the rest of his career. That's just me. I just got an email, uh, New Eyes and Route, uh, about which uh, team uh, Kawhi Leonard will play for, by the way. Uh, Lakers uh, have the edge. Um, oh, crap. The, the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns are in the equation as well. How the hell did they show up? What? Okay. <laughs> hey, man, don't sleep on the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are on the way up, man. Young Not just core. they have the first pick. You know, Aiton is, is, is a, I believe, a generational center. Uh, but they also have help. Uh, they have Booker, uh, but t- they got Booker. But they also have Josh Jackson, who by yeah. the way was a, was a was a Mother's Day episode, uh, guest episode on Scoopy Radio Podcast. You guys can uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, App, Stitcher app. Uh, but he, that team, uh, legitimately, uh, has that 
building firepower, just like the, the, the Thunder, which I mentioned. Also, the Sixers, which I mentioned. I, I like that young wave. Interesting. Dude, I just for that, I just stay in San Antonio. Like, ah, what do I know? I give up. I'm just going to get all my information in the page from Scoop from now on. I'm just, <laughs> apparently, I don't, I don't know much. At work, and people follow you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff? Uh, you guys can uh, subscribe to uh, the Scoopy Radio Podcast, as I mentioned. Uh, you can visit ScoopBRadio.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app. Uh, follow me on Twitter at ScoopB. That's S-C-O-O-P-B. Uh, Instagram, Scoop underscore B. Uh, Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. Uh, and, and Facebook. You can go to my Facebook uh, like page, Facebook.com slash ScoopB. All right. You are the man for delivering some pretty disappointing news. Thank you so much. And this is why you're on the show. Thank you, man. And we'll be in contact for sure. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me and uh, happy free agency. You too. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.